Patrice Bergeron did not practice with the Boston Bruins on Monday as they got ready for tonight's game against the Chicago Blackhawks. But fear not, it appears as though it was just a maintenance day and he should be in the lineup. The NHL's trade deadline is also now less than one week away. And we're going to update you on all things black and gold here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit Rock Auto and tell them Locked On sent you. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, watch, and enjoy. If you're on social media, you can also follow along at Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter, Instagram, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren been writing about this team covering this team for various outlets for 17 years now and the Bruins in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks Uh, and like I mentioned off the top Patrice Bergeron did not practice yesterday but uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy said he should be good to go Uh, it was a maintenance day for Bergeron Cassidy will let us know for sure this morning if he's in the lineup. Uh, Just needed an extra day off. Other lines practiced together, and um, Anton Bleed skated in the place of Patrice Bergeron. But uh, he should be good to go. And the Bruins looking to uh, build off a two-game win streak one of which included a 4-3 win over Chicago back in Boston uh, last Thursday. And then, of course, they beat Arizona on uh, on Saturday. That game against the Chicago Blackhawks featured uh, a last-minute goal by David Pasternak to get uh, the win. It'll be Linus Allmark getting the start. Tonight against the Blackhawks, Jeremy Swayman will go tomorrow night in Minnesota against the Wild. Uh, Let me pop that up here. So it's Ian C. McLaren if you want to follow along as you just saw pop up on the YouTube channel. Uh, These are the things you miss when you don't watch the video. You miss my freshly shaved face. You miss kids coming in to grab a charger uh, for their switches. Uh, just bonus looks inside the McLaren homestead on the YouTube channel. Uh, now the trade deadline, like I said, less than a week away, uh, Bruce Cassidy doesn't sense any 
angst around the dressing room, any tension or anxiety, guys wondering if they're going to be moving, being traded. Uh, it's business as usual. Cassidy said, if something happens to help our team, I think we'd all be grateful for that. If not, we'll try to keep playing and get where we need to go. I don't know if there's many players on the active roster who are in danger of being traded, uh, save for, of course, Jake DeBrusque, who acknowledged uh, back in November that he had made a trade request to general manager Don Sweeney. But when it comes to trades, we can likely expect um, kind of prospects to be moved, draft picks. Uh, I don't foresee any major movement from the active roster uh, per se. You could see Yerho Vakaninen, Jack Stanika, uh, DeBrusque certainly, perhaps a uh, Riley or Forbort. I don't really see that happening, but uh, like I've been saying, there is depth on the left side. So if you're going to bring somebody in, somebody might have to move out. Perhaps John Moore, uh, his contract. When it comes to Jake DeBrusque, uh, apparently Elliot Friedman on the NHL network said he doesn't see DeBrusque being moved before the trade deadline or that the Bruins could hold on to him. Uh, he thinks Jake DeBrusque is staying as the Bruins attempt another run at a Stanley Cup. Um, about Cass, uh, sorry, about DeBrusque, Cassidy said DeBrusque, obviously aware of the trade deadline. He asked for it, so I imagine he has some emotions that other guys don't. Uh, he thinks every guy in that room would prefer to stay here, especially the way the team's going now. Uh, but again, with the brusque, it's a bit different because he's made a trade request public. I tweeted last night that, you know, I'm not what I would call like an old school hockey guy, but it's hard to see this team heading into the playoffs with a guy who's publicly asked for a trade and despite how good 2022 has started is sticking to that request. Uh, you know, I want to root for guys who want to be Bruins. I think Jake's a good kid. I want him to succeed. Uh, he could have come out in this new role and said he's happy with it. He wants to stay, see what happens in the off season, but his agent reiterated the trade request and even said they've had permission to speak to other teams about a contract extension to try to facilitate a trade. So in my mind, it's time to part ways. He's too streaky. And if he goes cold in the playoffs, this team isn't going anywhere. Now people might say it doesn't make sense to trade him for nothing. You're making the team worse. I'm not saying that. Um, Ideally, they could bring something else in to compensate for him being off the top line. You know, second line looks pretty good. Third, fourth line seem pretty set. Uh, if you can subtract DeBrusque and then trade other assets to bring in a scoring winger to play on the first line, then I think that's a win. Um, 
just to get rid of that distraction and, you know, that potential tension, resentment that could crawl in if guys know he kind of has one foot out the door looking ahead to the offseason. Finally, Bruce Cassidy said, Sweeney always has discussions with the coaching staff about needs, depth pieces. Uh, He imagines it will heat up a bit more here in the next few days. Uh, But no discussions on any packages that could be put together uh, more. Where can they upgrade? How will it affect the lines? How will it affect the deep pairs? Those are the conversations that they're having here uh, on Tuesday with the trade deadline set for Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern. We'll get into the Bruins' recent run of success and where they stand here in the Eastern Conference in a moment. But first, a quick word about Bet Online. It's that time of year again as college basketball tournament is finally upon us. You can get all the latest odds, contests, and player props at betonline.net, the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. And it's not just about basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. Uh, I want to remind you that on Monday, March 21st at 3 p.m., I'm going to be going live on YouTube for post-deadline reaction. At 3.30, you can tune into the Locked On Fantasy Hockey live deadline reaction show to get all the on-ice fantasy and betting analysis you need from Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone. Uh, and again, catch Locked on Bruins at 3 p.m. for immediate reaction to the Bruins' moves or perhaps lack thereof. Now, the Bruins, they're 9-1-1 in their last 11 games. Uh, they are within catching distance of both the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Atlantic Division. They are two points back of Toronto and five points back of Tampa. All three teams have played 59 games. At the moment, the Bruins remain in the first wildcard spot, three points ahead of Washington with a game in hand on the Capitals. Um, Bruce Cassidy said, I think we'd like to finish as high as we can. But honestly, I don't think that guys are even thinking about that. They're thinking about getting to the playoffs. We've had a good push here to kind of solidify our spot in the last six weeks or so. If we catch them, great. Then it's who's next. Is it Tampa, Florida? We'll try to gun for them, but without losing sight of our game. I don't think it matters. Bruce Cassidy added, if we finish second, third, fourth, the East is tough no matter where you finish. Top eight teams now have separated themselves, and I don't think there's going to be an easy matchup. And that's exactly what I would say. Um, You know, I tweeted out about how the Bruins, only two points back of Toronto. Um, A lot of people commented saying, 
if you catch Toronto, then you set yourself up for a first-round matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning, two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. You got to avoid that, stay in wildcard spot. But then you're kind of picking your poison between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers. Uh, Both teams have been at or near the top of the standings all season long. In fact, they are second and third in the NHL at the moment behind only Colorado. And Florida has a four-point advantage over Tampa Bay, Carolina, uh, one point ahead of Florida. Florida with a plus 72 goal differential, which is tops in the NHL. Tampa Bay at plus 29, the Bruins at plus 20. So, you know, you can say you want to avoid Florida, avoid Carolina, avoid Tampa Bay. It's really a pick your poison at this point. And I think uh, Bruce Cassidy is bang on when he says, They're just worrying about their own success. You want to go into the playoffs feeling good about your game. That typically happens by winning. And if you start to get in your head that you don't want to pick up points or you want to stay down, you start to develop some bad habits. And we all know that bad habits lead to late nights ending alone, lead to wide eyes staring into space, and the Bruins can't afford uh, to have that mindset heading into the postseason. So, you know, there are, what, 23 games remaining on the schedule. Uh, All of these teams could be making moves prior to the trade deadline. I think Toronto specifically might be up to something with just porous goaltending as of late. Jack Campbell's hurt. Peter Mrazek, terrible. Austin Matthews, suspended for two games. So there's an opportunity here for the Bruins uh, to pick up some points and to move into that third spot. And I think regardless of whether you want to play Tampa Bay or not in the first round, it's good for morale to be moving up the standings. And again, there's no easy out in the Eastern Conference. Um, You look top to bottom, Carolina, 87 points, Washington, 74 points at the bottom. Uh, Very little separation. The Bruins have the lowest goal differential of all playoff teams, and they're at plus 20 at the moment. So everybody in the Eastern Conference playoff race is good has Stanley Cup aspirations, and um, you want to be heading into the postseason playing at as high of a level as possible. Speaking of playing at a high level, three assists in his last four games, defenseman Charlie McAvoy has set a new career high with 30 assists, surpassing his previous high of 27 two seasons ago. Seven goals, tied for his career best. So that adds up to a career-high 37 points this season. Still, Bruce Cassidy says he thinks there's a lot of room for growth. He plays in all situations. He's been consistent since day one. And uh, room on the power play to be cleaner. Take charge a little more. Be more of a QB-type mentality. And uh, some of this is still new to him full-time this year. And 
he thinks Charlie McAvoy can only hit higher levels, which is pretty scary for the rest of the NHL. When we look at tonight's lineup, no changes expected. Riley, McAvoy, Grizzly, Carlo, Forbort, Clifton on the back end. Allmark starting. And then hopefully Bergeron will be in the lineup uh, in lieu of uh, Anton Bleed, who stood in there during practice. Now, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. You can save time and money by using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership uh, when you can go to Rock Auto, a family-owned business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low and uh, for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. And you can explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solutions for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Go check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast with your playoff matchups approaching. I'm already in the playoffs in my keeper salary cap league. First time making the playoffs in three seasons as an expansion team. Very excited about that. Steel Roden, Flip Livingstone will help you become the experts of your fantasy league with their advice free and available on all podcast platforms. Now, the Bruins have already made a bit of an impact on the trade deadline market, and uh, not in a great way, as Jacob Chikrin out two to four weeks after suffering an injury uh, in Saturday's game against the Bruins, thanks to a uh, a collision with uh, Derek Forbort. So whether or not that will impact his trade value or the urgency of picking him up with some uncertainty about his status moving forward. I still think, you know, it. if he's only out two to four weeks, should be back very much in time for the playoffs. And um, I still think there will be several suitors for his services. It's not a season-ending injury, so he can still help uh, this season. The trade action did begin yesterday as uh, the Anaheim Ducks sent defenseman Josh Manson to the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, The Ducks could be even more active with Hampus Lindholm and perhaps Ricard Raquel uh, drawing interest. Uh, Raquel has been linked to the Bruins, the Rangers, the Penguins in recent trade rumors. He was banged up as well over the weekend, so that could affect his ability to be traded. Uh, Speaking of the Avalanche, Gabriel Landeskog injured. Uh, That could ramp up the Claude Giroux uh, talk there. Uh, He's a guy that I would love to see uh, become a member of the Bruins, uh, but I'm not sure if that's going uh, going to happen again. 
a lot of speculation at this point in the trade deadline cycle. Not much action going on, and hopefully we'll get uh, some trades going here in the next uh, next couple of days. Those dominoes can start to fall. The Bruins, again, playing tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern in Chicago. Keep it locked to Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter for all the latest when it comes to lineup news. Uh, prior to that, it is March break up here, taking the boys to see Uncharted. Not the best-reviewed movie, but Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, how bad can it be? Should be entertaining enough for a Tuesday half-price show. I also recommend, if you haven't checked out Winning Time yet on HBO, uh, a look back at the 80s Lakers. I'm not a Lakers fan by any means, but it's incredibly entertaining. John C. Riley as Dr. Buss, just an all-time performance from him. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen. Thank you for making it an everyday listen. And we'll be back tomorrow to recap tonight's game against the Blackhawks. Look ahead to a game against the Wild and bring you all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Have a great Tuesday, friends.